0: Are you ready for the startup experience of a lifetime? Buckle up and grab a beer because these guys will blow your mind. You're locked in to the Jerusalem Hub audio experience. And it all starts in three, two, one. Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Jerusalem Hub audio experience Uh, I'm Sheldon Makowitz Aaron
1: Menlowitz And we are Jerusalem Hub Don't shake the table Okay, I'm sorry Watch that cup of wine There's water? (laughs) (laughs) No, I said a cup of wine Oh The purpose of this podcast is for us
0: to show you our journey as well as teach you what we've learned along the journey and hopefully learn from you and if you're listening
1: on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Anchor, SoundCloud, Alexa, please give us a rating and share it and stuff. Back to you, sir. Thank you. Um, so uh, if you were tuning in
0: on last week's episode, which we actually happened to get a lot of really good feedback from. Continuation. Um, we are doing a series about how to start a business. How to build a business. Very simply how to and start this a business. this is part... Two. Part two. Last week, we discussed the idea. Um, we're not going to go into detail about it. I highly suggest that you check out
1: mm-hmm.
0: last week's episode. How would you
1: summarize the idea in one sentence? Are you asking me? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, that's you're like putting me <laughs> on the hot seat here. Uh, in one sentence, how would I summarize the idea? Um, I would say that it's anything that you want to do that you're passionate about and want to take action on. That's really the best... Like unscripted answer I could give you, that one spark of inspiration. Okay, so you gotta keep wanting, one upping me. Fine, fair enough. That's my job. Um, so I'm gonna start off with a quote before we move on to our first, to our second installment of this. I'm just series. worried about the wind.
1: So one second. Okay, perfect. Uh,
0: okay, um, <clears throat> interruption completed. If we knew what we were doing, if we knew what we were doing, it wouldn't be called research. Albert Einstein, which takes us into our um, second segment of the How to Start a Business uh, um, series of Jerusalem Hub, which is about market research.
1: What does that line mean to you, though? If you knew what we were doing?
0: If we knew what we were doing, we wouldn't call it research. Uh, It means that, I guess it, I would say, if if you want to take this to a philosophical point, I would say that it, it means being humble kind of of, we were discussing before we started mm. this podcast, is that know that you don't know everything. Right. In which case, ask questions and do your research so that you do know everything. The pursuit of knowledge. Right, and that's point. basically
1: the segue from um, the idea to what we're talking about now is market research or research in general, is that you want to take that idea to the next step. What's the next step? Research. Research, correct. So, what
0: is market research? As per Google, the definition of market research is, the action or activity of gathering information about consumers' needs and preferences.
1: Pretty simple, Mm. right? It sounds simple. Do you know how much people spend in market research? Like money-wise or time? Both. A lot.
0: A lot of money. And market research never ends. No, it's, it's always continued. But it just so happens... It's a feedback loop. Right, and it just so happens that when you're starting a business, it is the second step. hmm I mean, you could always just start blindly, but that—but the only time that I would suggest that you would start blindly, blindly is if you don't know exactly what you're doing.
1: So it's interesting that you talk about blindly because there's this whole concept, which I was discussing with you at one point, point. and people asked me about it too, the, um, the lean startup method, which is basically... Um, they don't really discuss market research much. It's more like taking the idea, building your prototype right away, throwing that into the market, and then getting your feedback, and then building off of that. So I don't, I think still, I think there still is some sort of market research in the planning of it. But that's like a mixture of market research and taking action.
0: Uh, yes, it is, but I also think that what you're saying, when you're saying like, just plunge it into the market and f- see how it works and then figure yeah. it out from there, I I would only, I mean, obviously that could apply with anything, it could apply with anything, that's the truth, but I think it only applies specifically with a business that's being started where they don't know exactly what they are yet. If you know what you are, let's say you have a product, you have mm-hmm. something to put on the table, something to sell that has, and you have, you have competition, you got to do research before you just throw it out into the market because at the end of the day, when we're talking, like if we can like go back to what we were talking about last week about the idea, you, one of the main things that we discussed that I think people very much look over is you have to be surrounded by the right people in order to be able to pursue your idea mm-hmm. so they can help you pursue your idea. And the the thing is, is that the business world is a rough world and it's rough to get into at first. And then once you're in it. It's kind of smooth sailing, but it doesn't get any easier. And I think if you have a, a product and you just throw it into the market without doing any sort of research or anything like that, and let's say you fail, which you probably mm. will fail many times over and over again. Which is not necessarily a bad thing. Which is not a bad thing, but that failure, because you're so new in the business world, can be very magnanimous to your to your self-esteem, your magnanimous. motivation. Magnanimous. Your motivation. And your that dedication nice towards building whatever it is you're trying to build. So, with with that being said, unless you know exactly what you're doing, or unless you have a very strong dedication towards what you're doing, then so, then you. My my suggestion is is that do research before you make any actionable. Uh, thing.
1: Well research doesn't mean like marketing market research like what do the people need like research can also mean learning more about the product that you want to put out uh like i i when i thought about this episode i thought about it like there's a market research what are people looking for which it's a very important concept that how do you get what you want by helping other people get what they want Okay. But there's also the other aspect of you, let's say you, you decide you want to build some sort of software or some sort of mechanical thing, like build a car. Um, the research you do is learning how to build the car or how to make that software. True. I mean, like, let's say. So see. it's like before the market research, it's the education behind the product that you want to create.
0: Yeah, I hear you. But it also depends on who you are. You know what I mean? Like, some people like to learn as they go, some people like to learn yeah. before they go. It really depends on what kind of a person you are, which is, ironically, a very difficult thing to to pinpoint, you know what I mean? We all know who we are, like, that seems like a stupid question, but if you really dig deep down, we don't know who we are, we don't know why we're doing what we're doing, and we don't realize that why we're doing what we're doing is because we want to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were discussing this before. Yeah. And. And the thing is, is that is like, and if we can go back onto that quote, right? If we knew what we were doing, we wouldn't call it research. It, you know, Albert Einstein is a really smart guy, and I think there's much more to that quote than the actual words. I think what's to that quote is, is that he said, "I, I know all of this stuff. I'm a scholar in physics, right?" Physics. Please tell me I got that right. I definitely got that right.
1: <laughs> Ding. <laughs> um, and I'm not going to ask you what he's famous for, though. E equals MC square. Yeah. The Manhattan Project. Mm.
0: Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, okay. so it's, it's, it's all relative. I think it's a very profound quote because he's talking about realizing that he doesn't know everything. And he has to do research, too. No matter what. And, you know, even if you decide to skip market research and go straight onto market you probably will fail unless you have like an incredibly great business plan which is much further down the road right um and you'll have to do research anyways so
1: at the end of the day yeah at some point you're gonna have to do it people spend millions of dollars just on um you ever get those um what are they called you know when you do something and they send you a survey like people pay you money to take their surveys or they give away gifts in order for you to take their surveys, yeah, because it's all the data that they want to get. The market research, right? Correct. And 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 the interesting thing is, is the reason
0: why people spend so much money on the market research is because it's 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 not fun to do. It is the least fun thing to do.
1: Think about what's going on with Facebook and that whole uh, data breach. You know why Facebook was going under? Oh, right, right, right. yeah. yeah. So it's because they sold like a lot of data to Cambridge or something. I'm not exactly sure what happened, but all all this data, every um, everyone's uh, information is worth a lot of money because they can use this information for retargeting, marketing, or anything they really want because they know what people are looking for. Right. So, the value of market research is probably more valuable than the product because really once you do proper market research in anything you could just about sell create and sell anything you desire because you know everything about everybody right true true that anyhow
0: shall we move on to the the kishkis of this topic the kishkis market research what is market research so for those who are going very blindly into the
1: business, so building, scared about this because we're going to like talk about it. And someone's going to like hear us and say like, that's not what it's all about. Don't worry. I did. We're not
0: experts. I did good research though. I did a good, I did. I was very resourceful for, for any of those. You know how uh, happy that
1: makes dedicated me. Dedicated listeners. You know how happy that makes Um, me. I'm going to call you out if I, if I, no if I see something. Collecting primary research can include
0: four things, right? Interviews, Hmm. Surveys. Oh, I said that. I said that. Surveys, qu- questionnaires, <laughs> and focus groups. Right. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, focus groups. What? The Facebook groups
1: are all about focus groups. Right.
0: Oh, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Like um, when you said that, I'm like, oh, that's a Facebook. So what does that mean? When we're talking, let's say, let's take a product. You have a product that's on. That's on. Let's use an example. You want to use an example? Throw anything out iPhone. Okay. You want to make a competition against iPhone, let's say. Good luck. Right? You have a competition against iPhone. You want to make a competition. What do you do? You interview people who use your competitor's services, right? Yeah. You interview, you take surveys, you use questionnaires, and you use focus groups, and then you compare your product to their product, and you see what their reaction is towards that mm-hmm. product. That is market research. That is a or form of market research. don't
1: even, like, talk about your product, say talk about their product and say what would you what do you like about it a what don't you like about it well how would you improve upon it Mm-hmm. and i don't know how much would you spend on something like this exactly
0: right So market research and we're gonna get into
1: that soon and what's your mother's maiden name don't ever forget that one yeah and your social security number so we could steal your money. Um,
0: but yeah, we, we're going to get into that soon. But the fr- primarily, if you're looking to do market research, you have a product on the market, you're ready to, or you have a product you want to put on the market, and you obviously have competitors. Most people who are going into the business world have competitors. You need to be able to compare to your competitors. You need to know how you're going to differ from your competitors. By doing that, you do you you do interviews, surveys, questionnaires, and focus groups. You, you can do all of them. You can start with one at a time. but. Th- the more information you have on how to market your product like well in order for it to do well in the business world Mm -hmm. and in in the competitive market itself is based
1: off of those four things. And this is where everyone spends all their money on the surveys and questionnaires. Have you ever gotten a survey questionnaire on Facebook like sent to you as as an ad? I think I have. I usually skip them like crazy.
0: Because they're annoying they suddenly annoying. So the click-through rate on these things are minuscule. Even, uh, actually, YouTube does that, too. When you're watching yeah. videos, they'll ask you, which ads do you like. would you prefer? Yeah. I just like, none of the above.
1: Instagram does that once in a while.
0: Yeah. Um, which is market research, by the way. Yeah. So there's an example of a questionnaire or survey. It's kind of the same thing.
1: Um, you yeah, know, you get those little tick surveys inside of a magazine. Like. Yeah. What, like, what do you like about this content right, send right, right. it back and we'll give you a free issue like they're giving things for, away for free there's actual websites that are dedicated to you filling out their survey and you get paid for well, it.
0: actually that's how amazon works people don't understand people don't realize this but amazon works the way people make sales on amazon is based on how many reviews and four to five star ratings they get the mm-hmm. lower the star rating the 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 product ranks lower the higher the rating, it ranks higher. The more yeah. reviews it has, it ranks higher. Depending on if the reviews are positive or negative, it ranks higher or low. Social proofing. That's how that's how uh, Amazon works. That's how the whole business works. So if you're curious, if you've never done this sort of stuff before and you need a couple questions that you need to start off with as far as understanding how to make a survey or questionnaire for focus groups and interviewing people, um, here are like four questions that I jotted down that could help you get started. Um, <clears throat> So here's question number one. What factors do you consider when purchasing this product or service? Right? Such a general question. Of course, a general question, but just to understand how to build up a questionnaire yeah. and then make them more focused Meaning on the Meaning that your you'll market. take
1: that question and
0: you'll break it down to your product. Right. So this is how you figure out your target market. So you can get, get, you can move forward with your market research. So one, so the first question is, I'll say it again. What factors do you consider when purchasing your product or service? Here's the next question. What do you like or dislike about current products or services currently on the market? What areas would you suggest improvement and what is the appropriate price or
1: service? Didn't I just like say all those questions like a minute ago? Possibly. I wasn't listening but now i just send them so that's hilarious oh man but yeah that's market <laughs> research in essence you'll hear that on the replay oh my god <laughs> i just before like literally like five minutes ago oh, okay i've sent all those questions okay
0: fine fair enough now you heard them twice from two
1: different it's people. amazing see so like we're we're thinking at the same Oh, that's what
0: you're trying to say. You're not shooting
1: me down. You're like, good. I'm job." I'm shooting you down at the same time. That's like a backhanded comment. Boom. Like I wasn't listening to you, but we're still
0: talking about the same things. So we're still on top that shows that so we really? never listen
1: to each other, even though we're talking like, yeah, together, pretty much. That's what podcasts are all about talking and not listening. So what are the so of those four
0: questions? What are the key things that have to do with market research? There are four of them. Product price placement promotion, right? Product. Improve your product or service based on what your customers really want and need. So you should need to focus on things like function, appearance, and, and customer service. Price. Set a price based on popular profit margins and competitors. Competitors' prices, rather. Mm-hmm. Financing options or price a customer or or the price a customer is willing to pay. So it's all about customer service, f- and uh, placement decide where to set up and how to distribute a product compare the characteristics of different locations and value of the points of sale
1: yeah Yeah. i do that a lot when i do ads when i set up ads for companies um i compare like i run one ad in new york and one ad in florida and see how they compare but obviously i pick these states based on doing some back end research to see where is this product or keyword popular right in the country like this is more like down. See, this, is, this is more ground grinding down type of uh, right ads
0: I mean as you can see for those that listened to last week's podcast about about ideas that was a much more free thinking yeah philosophical podcast this is like like we said r- researching sucks it's not fun yeah. But you have to do it in order to dominate the market. This is how
1: you quantify your product. And just
0: like it's not fun for me to tell you out there who's trying to start a business, I think it stopped. Nope. Oh, it didn't stop. Okay. Just like it's not fun for, to hear us spit out all this information because we're basically telling you a bunch of shit to do that you don't want to do. We don't want to do it. I didn't want to do it when I was making the, form, the platform for this podcast. Yeah. But you have to do it if you don't do it okay you can learn from your mistakes and learn it as you go there's nothing wrong with that but if you prepare yourself then you're much you're
1: much more likely to succeed as opposed to not succeed right. this is all about the aptitude of running your own business if you're willing to like there's going to be parts that are not going to be fun but that's where your passion comes in that right. even the parts that are not fun that you don't enjoy but you have to do you still like have that spark yeah. of passion. The passion has to fuel it.
0: the points where it, things are not fun. Exactly. And it's
1: not fun. Like I, I'll, I'm Some people do have fun with this stuff, but yeah. they're they're masochistic. So we don't really talk with I'll them. I'll be
0: honest with you. I, I hate doing research. I, I <laughs> f-
1: those are those are the people it. we hire the nine to five researcher Boom. jobs. Boom, baby. 35 shekel an hour.
0: Um, so the last one is if promotion. promotion. Figure out how to best reach particular market
1: segments. Which is predicated on what you said before. The product Correct. the price the price you could actually target these people based on their income if you wanted to placement which people yeah. which people you're targeting who who you're trying to target how are you going to differ yeah. from your
0: competitors like this is the niche market here like let's say your niche market is amongst teens and young adults right I yeah. want to reach the older people the middle-aged to senior market how do you yeah. how can you reach those people right that is market research in a nutshell. Does it mean that you have to do all of it at once? No, it does not. But no. Starting somewhere
1: will definitely One get the ball rolling. One or two at a time. The, the cool thing about market research, there's like a few things. A, you figure out who you're gonna target. B, you figure out how you could take your product and, and mold the outside of it to fit with markets that you may not even think that you could fit in. Right. Which is kind of cool.
0: I mean, it's interesting that, like, a lot a lot of products that come out are more, they more come out not because they believe in the product, more because of market research. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, if I can think of an example.
1: Cigarettes, how they um, mold their uh, product to fit almost everybody. You got, oh, you got the nerd that oh, can't, right. uh can't pick up a girl then he smokes the camels and then he gets a girl. Yeah, or true. you have like the the old dude or the chiller guy who who um who wants to have some friends and he smokes camels and he right. gets his friends. Or like it's just different markets, different types of people that everyone I don't even know I'm using the cigarette example. I guess because cigarettes did a really good job at hacking. Yeah, they 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 hacked culture well. the market big time.
0: Like everyone. Um but like if I were to think of like uh the only thing that's coming to mind really is cell phones yeah there have been some wacky cell phones that have come out lately yeah like not lately but like in the past like 30 or 40 years less sorry 20 years 20. cell uh,
1: phones are like <laughs> they're like Do you remember did you get have a nokia the first one of course i have with, with snake.
0: snake yeah <sighs> um and then the first cell first cell phone was a suitcase i don't think that even sold so well
1: no but i remember my parents got a car phone they're guys. like so psyched I know I, I, I can imagine <laughs> but like, like we got a car phone now they, we can speak in the
0: car they tried to make phones that would market to that would cater to certain trends that are happening in the world or cater to more children-oriented phones or whatever mm-hmm. it is I think I remember Facebook tried to come up with a phone where they literally had, like worked with like a company and there was a Facebook button that would take you straight to Facebook hmm and obviously that didn't really make it through you know yeah. and, but it's interesting that a lot of a lot of really interesting um, products that come out on the market they they're more for market research than they are for actual success mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I think someone who I mean <clears throat> someone who was very very good at that I think was Steve Jobs he, he like came up with a, he came out with a bunch of different things that never really succeeded but yeah but he was gearing people up towards like I'm gonna make everything look cool and awesome and he geared them up towards what eventually became like mac and iphone and ipod yeah and the macbook pro and i I'd, I'd like to believe now that we're having this conversation i'd like to believe that the reason why he was coming up with all those garbage ideas was just to do market research to keep his name still in the game to lead people up to what he was really trying to do
1: yeah i mean if you think about it also like the ipad didn't do too well I mean, they sold a lot. They made a lot of money off the iPad, but right, it's, it's not a thing. But he also he didn't he turned he he.
0: I think what he did with all of his ideas is that he turned he took a a product. Right? We're, actually, this is exactly market research. You the only people who who were the ones that were the moguls of the computer universe, the personal computer universe. It was Microsoft, IBM, IBM, Dell, I
1: think, right? I think it was IBM. Just IBM. They started up, and then the Mac, the uh, the um, the iMac, not the iMac, the um, MacBook came up with a with a um, what's it called a laptop, and they did really well with it. Like right. that was like their flagship, the MacBook. So here's the
0: interesting thing about I remember that too. That here's was the really clunky. Thing about uh, <laughs> about
1: about that the
0: whole computer universe is that computers catered more towards people who understood computers. Yeah. And what's the problem with that? The majority of the population of the world don't understand computers. Right, and that's what Mac And what, what Steve Jobs and Mac and Apple tried to do is like, how do we get everybody else? How do we get the cool yeah. people and everybody else? I don't think they have much of the cool. I think the, when I say the cool people, they're not actually that cool. They're the people who understand computers. Those
1: people are the ones that bash Mac.
0: Right. Those people back like,
1: in Muckle never. Everyone was like, "Oh, right. uh, you have a Mac? You
0: suck!" Yeah. All those people like, like app like IBM or Microsoft or regular regular computers Linux. because because they because you could customize them you can put them you can build up on them and make them your own however you want them to run yeah. i can't for the life of me understand how to do that or understand why i would want to do that that's not a virus <laughs> <laughs> but um inside but what, joke what steve jobs did is he said i want to build a computer but i want to be able to cater to everyone and they're like, that's impossible. And it's interesting, if you've seen the movies about Steve Jobs, I think the one, I'm, I don't remember what it's called. I think it's just called Jobs, maybe. I don't know. I don't know.
1: think I saw that. Is that the one where Ashton Kutcher plays him? No, the other one. I don't know the other one.
0: The other one was good. I mean, they are both good, but I like the other one much better. He's, they cuss this scene where they're in the, they're in his mom's garage or something, or, mm-hmm. his, or maybe they're in Wozniak's parents' garage or whatever it is, and they're building one of the computers, and he's trying to say, like, only two USB ports. He's like, but why? There needs to be enough for this and this and this and people can have customizable settings. He's like, I don't want it to be customizable, right? I want it to have special tools. I want to have a professional come and fix it. I don't want to have to be able to fix it myself. And then he's like, what do you think? Like Because Wozniak was more of a customizable personality. Mm. He's like, what the hell are you thinking? But at the end of the day,
1: what he ended up doing- He removed choices. So- Right. People don't have to you think about much. He just said, I'm going
0: to simplify things. I'm going to give them less because less is more. Yeah. Why is less more? Because when there's, a, when there's less holes in the computer and less places to stick stuff, you're kind of like, okay, this is how the computer works. Done. That's it. That's what yeah. I know. That's what I need. And he was able to. And then he got kicked out of Apple. And then he was starting his own businesses. And they were all failing. And he knew they were going to fail. That's the crazy mm-hmm. part, is that he knew they were going to fail and people still kept coming more and more just because they wanted to see what kind of crazy thing he conjured up. And at the end of the day, he's like, I'm doing all of this so you guys have no choice but to hire me back to Apple so that I can rock your world and then start yeah. a whole revolution. And now you have- Which a was bunch the of iPhone. People, right. Now you have a bunch of people who just buy Apple products because it's cool. yeah, Not because they need the stuff, but because it's part of a, uh, what's it called? They're like, it's a cult.
1: It's part of the,
0: the universe.
1: Interesting thing is about the um, the simplifying thing. The biggest change between, um, I think it was in and 2014. I don't know. You can correct me on the year. Um, when they went from the iPhone 6S to the iPhone 7. What did they do? They removed the headphone jack. Yeah, I thought that was stupid. But you know, I get it. I get it. Yeah. So what they were trying to do is move people from connect from wired to wireless. Right. That was the main purpose, and also, like you said, simplification. So every phone after that does not have a headphone jack. This is the iPhone 10. There's not only there's no headphone jack. There's no button. The only uh-huh. two buttons are the power and the volume on the side. And those buttons be soon also. Yeah, soon they're probably gonna have some sort of touch thing and then we're not gonna be able to even use the uh the case i don't know they're gonna figure something out but there's no there's no button here i can't press anything it's right. all gestures right all natural gestures and face id so like it's, it's all it's about the same.
0: simplifying it's all about simplifying it, making it cool
1: but sometimes so when you go simplify sim- sometimes when you simplify the things around it get complex too
0: like do you remember when they came out with the iphone yes And it was just like they're like we're gonna take a computer, we're gonna take a music device, and we're gonna take a phone, and we're gonna put. And it's really one product. And everyone's like, "What the hell?" It was more like mail. We're gonna let you have (laughs)
1: email, your phone. No, it was OS. Right. Your phone and your music. Right. What the? Because you already had Blackberries at the time. Right. And Blackberries were basically a little uh, computer phone. But they weren't running at the spec of a regular computer. Right. So his whole uh, thing was, let's put the computer in the phone. The phone will have the power of your computer. Right. They didn't even have apps back then. There was no such thing as apps. That was nuts. I, there was I no such thing as apps. I remember we're sitting in the dorm and apps were coming out. And I'm like, how do I make an app? <laughs> that was the first thing I thought of. So I spent like hours sitting I at remember. the computer, like I need to figure out how to build an app. And I didn't have enough resources, and also like it wasn't as open back then, in 2011, so I wasn't able to, Now but you can do whatever you want. Yeah, I, I made a thousand apps already. Not a thousand, but you know. Okay. Maple Holistic still has one on my thing, which I <laughs> haven't. Released um, yet? Should I release it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know. Um, either way, so like basically now you understand why how important. Uh, market research is and if you the more research you do and the more and I think this is the most important part now we're gonna hit the philosophical part of this podcast which you thought we'd never get to because this is basically what's philosophical about is that you have to be you if you're patient enough to understand how the market works Mm -hmm. and to understand how to make your product better like Steve Jobs yeah you will succeed. You will succeed. Um, and it needs to be understood that that although research sucks, the ironic thing is that when you, in any circumstance in life you're growing, you're trying to you know you're you're exercising because you want your body to look a certain way, you want to be healthy in a certain way. Mm-hmm. You're always looking at the mirror. You're like, well, why hasn't it happened yet? Because it takes time. It yep. takes patience. Patience It takes it and the patience and the time is grueling. It sucks. But if you keep at it, you keep going, you consistency, realize, right? And you keep researching and figuring out how to do it better and better and better and better and better. You'll yeah. learn to realize that it's that it all comes into fruition. It's like, it's like, let's say you bought this you want to build, you want to, you want to plant a garden. Like I've decided I'm going to plant a garden. You get the potter, you get the, the, the soil, you, you make the pots or whatever it is you, you figure it out, you put everything out, you plant the seeds, you just sit there. Like I just did all that. That's awesome. Now you sit there with your lemonade you're sitting in a rocking chair. A lemonade. Yeah. I don't have lemonade. <laughs> you're sitting in your rocking chair and you're thinking one of these bastards going to grow. You keep yeah, every morning, you water them just like you're supposed to. And you keep looking, nothing's happening. Then you see a sprout. And you're like, that's it. That's what I, that's it. Right. Then it starts growing and then you see it becomes something, whether it's a flower or a fruit or something. And although when we're talking about a garden, it takes a little, you know, it, it, a garden, like plants grow much quicker than what we're talking about here. Business wise. Yeah. But the patience is. Unless the it's part a
1: tree you need to give it like three years.
0: Right. But the patience is the part that sucks the most about it. The patience is you have to sit there and you have to keep doing the work with the thought in mind that it might come to nothing. But the reality is, is that here's the here's the best part. It, it will come to something. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to come to whatever you're working on now, but that experience is going to help you build
1: what you're really going to work on. Right. There will be some sort of outcome, whether you expect that outcome or not. Right. And... That's my whole thing about removing the failure aspect. I hear that. I hear that.
0: I mean it's it's interesting. Maybe that's not where you're going with that, but <clears> that's <throat> not quite where I was going with that. But the truth of the matter is is that the the way that when I am sitting there and I'm like working on something that I'm not getting paid for immediately, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm doing this on my spare time. I could be watching a movie, I could be sleeping, I could be doing a lot of stuff. I'm going out on dates, I can be going out and getting a beer with my brother, I can be doing a you lot go of partying, stuff. I can be partying. I can be partying, In right? Tel Aviv. But no, I sit there and I work. And I think to myself, why the hell am I doing this? And then I say, well, you know what? Whether this turns into something or not, this is experience and this is gonna show me how far I took it because eventually it's going to turn into something. And when it turns into something, you're gonna look back and you're gonna be like, hey, you remember that time that we were recording podcasts in your apartment? it was hot as hell and people were making noise in the background and getting involved and it was like and, and I would be like yeah I do remember that now check out this studio man exactly and that's what keeps me going and the truth of the matter is that although market research sucks but the more patient you are the more time that you put into market research and understanding the market and its growth and how it works and your competitors the 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 more the bigger the payoff will be yeah the greater you will succeed that is the truth this is If not anything, market research and research in general is the backbone of how you build your businesses. I mean, this is the next step in your journey of your idea. You know, this is something that you truly have to believe in. You truly have to be passionate about. You have to have, you have to know that when the going gets tough, that passion and what you believe in is going to drive you to do the work that sucks. It's well said. You know what I mean? That's and that is the most important part. That's why I said we're moving into the philosophical part of this because we're mm. we kinda covered basically the basics of what market research is. Yep. And like I don't know, I mean, is there anything you want to add that I that I didn't mention? Like Philosophically.
1: Like what I think is it all it all goes down like you're saying, it's down to the passion and if you're like the market research is the hardest part and that's where you take the time i'm just repeating what you're saying um no worries so i was thinking about as you were saying that like something that hit my mind because i saw this picture somewhere the difference between a a nine to five worker and an entrepreneur is that the um the entrepreneur they have the patience to let something sit and grow and work on it but the, um, the nine to five guy, he doesn't have that, he doesn't have that patience and he won't sit and work on it. And that's the main difference. Right. Like, are you going to be the nine to five guy who works for someone else and answers to somebody else's and goes home quietly? There's yeah. nothing wrong with that.
0: It's no. just a matter of what you want.
1: Or are you going to, are you going to have the patience to grow something? Cause I think we've been at this for what over, yeah, almost five complete months and um, and we're, we're going somewhere like new ideas are popping up new ventures we're working on mm-hmm. and drive also a whole new drive we're like so driven out. yeah and as we like come close to the six month mark which is the end of June like that's where I think I think at six months is where a lot of people drop out you think so between the one the first and the first 6 months is where like you see people's true colors and i don't think we're anywhere near dropping out um
0: no 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 that's the thing that i like the most about this. if you're saying that statistically then yeah i
1: think we're in pretty good shape i think it's also it's like between 6 to 18 months also but i think we're doing pretty well um and what was i thinking Nope, back to you back to me Back to um
0: yeah i mean like if we can go back actually to the beginning of the podcast we were talking about that quote which i totally yeah. freaking lost for some reason but it, we're talking about like what was it i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna get it word for word but basically what it was is we wouldn't be calling it research if we knew what we were doing right Yep. right that was albert einstein now, Mr. Albert, if we can go back to that, what's important to understand about that, which I mentioned before and I'll mention it again, just because it doesn't hurt to mention it again. You it, this this part base is based entirely on your motivation, on your dedication, on your passion towards whatever it is that you want to pursue mm-hmm. and it's going to test you. And the research is where the testing begins, because it's the part that sucks. And I'm going to keep saying that because it's the truth. It does suck. And, you know, and if we can go back on the, the, the story that we had about Steve Jobs, he did his research as well. Maybe his research isn't as well documented as people might think, because some people yeah. tend to think like, oh, I can't be Steve Jobs. He was like uh, this like superpower guy. No, he wasn't. He came out of a womb just like all of us. He grew as a kid. He picked his nose. He, <laughs> he shit his pants just like all of us. You know what i mean there's no difference it's that he had an idea and he understood what this really goes boils down to which is something we were discussing before we started recording Yep. which is you have to learn how to understand yourself and what's grueling and difficult about this part of the project of whatever it is that you're doing when you start getting tested, it's when you guys start getting stressed out and frustrated. Right. But the ironic thing is that when you start getting stressed out and frustrated is when you learn the most about who you actually are and what you actually want. Yeah. Because that is the, the pursuit. Persevering right. through that. That's the pursuit of life. The pursuit of life is to understand who you are and what your purpose is in this world. And the, the longer we've been going and mm-hmm. the more that we've been researching and trying to get better and better at what we're doing, trying to get this podcast to get better and better, <clears throat> It, it's hard. I had to do research before this, this episode. Just because I'm starting a business and started businesses before this, doesn't mean I know all the answers. I had to do research and I yeah. was like, sitting in front of the computer late at night, doing research and figuring it out so that I could have a good episode. So I could have what to talk about instead of spewing out of my ass, which I've done before. So and continue to do. Okay, thank you. So <laughs> so the point is, is that, and, and the interesting thing is the conversation we were having before, which was that I'm, as I'm becoming more dedicated and putting in more energy towards building what we have here, I've learned a lot more about myself and I've learned a lot more about how I should conduct myself so that I can pursue my dreams and pursue who I want to be and what I want from life. And I think that's the most important factor. It has, like last week, we discussed about being around the right people, positive vibes, people who uplift you, who make you better for who you are. Right. Trimming now the fat. Oh, and now we're talking about now we're talking about like when you get down to the nuts and bolts of it, we're talking about when you get tested, how are you going to react to that test? Are you going to be patient and see where it takes you? Or are you going to give up and start all over again? That's what this is really about. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I think that is a good way to kind of like end this off. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's good. It's good. Um, actually, I could. I mean. We could go towards like like if I could just give you one more point of advice besides, you know, it's too bad. We t- I didn't talk about this before, but um, when it comes to doing research and it comes to doing market research, there are certain things that you that are not OK. Right. Secondary research. Secondary research is like, hey, what do you think about this? Right. Mm-hmm. If you get your information from somebody else, what the hell does that person know? That person doesn't know anything. You need to figure out what the source is and figure it out for yourself. Right. That's called being lazy. Don't be lazy. Exactly. Um, do not only use the web, Ask that, but that has to do with surveys and fo- focus groups and all that stuff. And um, don't always survey people that you know. Talk to people you don't know. Get out of your comfort zone.
1: But it's cool to go up to the person and say, hey, would you buy my product? hundred percent. Hey, would you spend $25 on this right now? Would you spend $5,000 on this product? That's a pretty good market research.
0: Yeah. So um, if we were to end off this market
1: research. Do you want to buy like my me? iPhone for $2,000? No. He doesn't want it?
0: <laughs> See, there you go. I okay, just saved myself to time. To end off this market research <laughs> situation is, um, just so you know, just to sum it all up, <clears throat> how, to, how to collect the data, where to begin? Product, price, placement, promotion. Those are the four P's. You actually learned that in business school. Um, You went to business school? Well, I I just remembered that I learned that in school (laughs) just now. Um, It's funny. When it comes to gathering that data, interviews, surveys, questionnaires, focus groups. Mm. That's all you need to know. It's a lot of work, but we just laid it out for you. And when it comes to the grueling and test of this area of building a business, trust the people around you, trust yourself, learn through the moment, although it may be difficult, and just keep on moving forward because there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, Our challenge to you is, is that- I love these challenges. You've you've already understood how to do your idea, now you understand how to do the market research. Do the research, find the right resources, and we wanna hear about you. And if you are listening to this episode and you want you want to tell us about what you're doing or want to ask us advice or you want us to shout you out or whatever it is, send us something rude. Yeah. Or you want to say something stupid. We'll say it for you. (laughs) I'll say it in any sense. You know, we're here for you. And hopefully when you reach out to us, we know that you're here for us. So please subscribe like share and comment. subscribe like share and su- i always get that wrong like share and subscribe on youtube please comment we want to hear back from you yeah and with that being said this concludes episode episode 21 of the jerusalem hobby experience we were just talking about market research
1: I and stay tuned for our next, next episode. episode about taking action taking action so exciting and thank you for joining
0: us Thank you. We love you so much. And with that, we end.